We are the E to the page, Japan land the punch. Out of mind, I feel boom pow, we got the stuff. We know they got story, been new, they got hard, complex narratives and black carries. Tell me where they see us. Where I see us, where, where I see us, they wanna be us. But tell me where they read us, now they wanna be us. At the damn cage, like a nigga from Georgia, insane and after brain and lacking in origin. At flashbacks and shots to the system, downloading new issues and sitting for a listen. Where I see us, where I see us, they wanna be us. But tell me what they read us, now they wanna be us. Where I see us, where I see us, where I see us. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Where I See Me, the podcast where we look at comics and media with lots of questions in mind, mainly. Where the hell are the black and brown people? And so I'm Jamie. And I am Marcellus. And so today we have a special guest on the podcast, Philip Pyle II. He's a local artist here in Houston, um, as well as you're in the you're also in. Where are you in your first year at the MFA program or second year? I just finished my first year. You just finished your first year. Oh, oh we're yeah. going to talk about that outside outside the recording. <laughs> how, how your first year went? You don't want anything incriminating on, on recorded. Oh, um, but we're very, very happy to have you here. Um, so, Philip, tell would you since this is your first time on the show, will you tell our, mm-hmm. our listeners a little bit about yourself? Uh, I'm a, a artist here in Houston, um, and I say like, uh, I guess that's like the best thing you frame it. Artist here in Houston, I have ideas. I try to execute those ideas, and yeah. That's the best way I can put it. I mean, that's that works. <laughs> I mean, like kind of what we're all trying to do, just trying to, you know, execute the ideas, get execute it done. ideas. This was, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Executions. Executions. <laughs> so how are y'all doing on this on this Monday afternoon? Doing doing pleasant. Uh feeling uh what do the kids say? Um, uh, feeling spiffy, feeling uh, fresh on 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 this Monday. Kids um, in the fifties saying spiffy. He's he's secretly an old man. <laughs> it's not that's, a secret. I'm I'm uh seventy five going on going on eighty somewhere right. in that zone. But what about you? How are you doing? <laughs> Uh, doing well. I took off this week of work, so just been, you know, hanging out all day, looking forward to this, you know. I waited till school was done, and then, like, basically just, like, took off the whole week. I do have to get up to school, though. I know Marcellus knows there's a huge <laughs> cardboard box in the oh, studio yeah. that I need to work on, but it's one of those ideas that I need to execute. And, and I have to the 21st to execute that idea to turn it in. So, I mean, I mean, you got some time, but I you work time. full time, though. Yes or no? Time. I do work. Yeah, well, to the, <laughs> if anybody from U of H is listening, I work part time. Oh, you work part time. Yeah. You don't work full time, y'all. I don't know where I got that from. I freelance. I just do a little dabble here and there. <laughs> All right. 
Well, um, for today's show, we're going to be talking, we're going back to Arrakis. <laughs> um, oh, I, w- I went back and listened to our, our, our review of, or it was more like we compared and contrasted the Villanueva film to the David Lynch film mm-hmm. from what I was listening mostly. Um, so we're going back to Arrakis because I read the first book. Oh, I started okay. the second book, oh, nice. and I have I have <laughs> I have concerns about where this this narrative is going to go, <laughs> particularly yeah. in a visual format. Like, how is this going to work out? Um, mm-hmm. Marcel's, you still have not read the books, right? But you've um, seen all the movies. Yeah, I've seen them. I've rewatched the first film and the the latest um, adaptation. Uh, oh man. They're both so long. Um, But I feel like it was worth it. I do feel like my appreciation for both has increased, but so have my criticisms, (laughs) especially of the new one. I I have, I don't know, there's a lot of concerns I have for for what this film could do, what the part two uh, Mm -hmm. for Doom could do to not even faithfully tell that story, but I think in a way that wouldn't be frustrating because there's some, there's some things that frustrated me (laughs) watching it a second time. Okay. (laughs) Cause it's right. You saw it in theaters first and you're like, you can't rewind. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't even pause. Um, to, to (laughs) but no, uh, in, in, so what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh no. In, in theaters. I mean, I, I I feel all the sound in the theaters for the new Dune had to be pretty awesome. Oh yeah, the throat was, singing, all of the throat parts, the throat singing. I felt like I was yeah. surrounded. I was inside the worm. The Sadakar, the Sadakar guys, draining the blood of the weaker Sadakar guys so that they can be stronger. Is that what that scene was doing? Yeah, they were draining was... the blood, draining the blood of the weaker ones. You guys, you guys are too weak to be in this army, so we're going to drain your blood, and, and we're going to all drink it because that's what we, that's how we, you know, it's only natural. That's how we, that's that's how we turn up the hardest the hardest army in the universe. The well, imperial, the imperial army. Well, they are for a little while. Until, <laughs> until, until, what's his face? Start picking up all them different names for himself and and leaves the Fremen <laughs> across the universe in a jihad. Um, ah, yes, yes. But I, uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say it's worth noting. I mean, I would say that Dennis uh, Villanueva, his, just his whole direction, I mean, with uh, Blade Runner and then in the mm-hmm. Dune, I just like you know I, I stand for his uh, for his eye and for what he does and so uh, I mean I love I've, I've watched the new Doom probably about ten times now sometimes I just put it on in the background because it's just like good background <laughs> sounds <laughs> while you're doing other things that ambiance yeah that one that woman scream sound <laughs> that woman scream future sound. You know, it's like that. Now they they went through a. I mean, you know, you saw. I don't know at the Oscars, they got a lot of uh, like like the technical awards. 
Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Because they were like recording like sand, like sand. Like they were putting like mics to sand and then like using that audio. Just all kind of different stuff. Uh. I even saw that, you know, they had like the, instead of using a green screen, they used like a sand color screen and built like the thopters or like they built those and then, you know, were like using a crane to move it around. So it felt right. more realistic. Yeah, um, yeah. Here, the, I'm not, I'm never worried about where Denny is going visually, but I'm curious about where he's going to, where he's going to take the story. Um, but Philip, you know a lot about Dune. You've read all of the books. I read the books when I was a, a small child. How <laughs> I small? Sorry. I read the I read the books like eight, nine years old. It was like before I even saw Star Wars. I read the Dune books. A friend of mine, uh, his older brother, essentially had the books at his house, and so. You know, you just see a book with a big worm on the cover, Dune, and you're like, what is that? And so took it home, made my way through it, then went back to the other one from his house and was just like, you know, like that was bizarre book. <laughs> but then then you watch like, I, then I saw Star Wars and was like, wait, it's like, this is Dune. Yeah. But with lightsabers, <laughs> I was like, wait a second. So, no, I, I mean, yeah, so reading the books and then, yeah, I watched the, the David Bowie movie uh, when I was older. And that was, you know, that was time period movie. I mean, it, it did it did what it was supposed to do for the time period. But this new one, though, oh, man, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect movie, man. It's just so good, man. Timothy Chalamet, man, just out there, so high on spice. High on, the, <laughs> high on the melange in the tent, freaking out. You know, got his mama worried about what what his decisions, you know, decisions he gonna make and stuff like that. Then you got Zendaya narrating for us, giving him the giving him the blade at the end. This is it's just man, it's just so many good parts of that movie. So many. I I, I really love. I mean, we didn't get to see her that much in the film, like yeah. speaking, but when she gave him that blade and was like, you know, you're going to basically was like, you're going to die. So you can borrow my, basically loaning him her, her aunt's blade. And I think she was kind of like surprised that he survived in the end. Cause she was just like, you're nothing. Yeah. Like you're not. She didn't know he had hands. She didn't know he had been training. That boy had been training all them years. <laughs> he was trained up. He kept trying to, he kept trying to save homeboy's life, but. They're like, no, this is not our way. You yeah, I was like, nah, you got to kill him. Man, that scene still bothers me. Just because hearing Duncan Idaho talk up all that game earlier saying, I almost died. Yeah, I almost died, Paul. You're not ready. Um, <laughs> and then Paul just comes in there and just, mink, 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 bow. There's no, there's no real, like, adjustment period to fighting without a shield. <laughs> nah, Paul was ready, man. He had been practicing. You thought he wasn't ready? He, well, I assumed, like, if he'd been, he'd been fighting all his time and been having <laughs> these, like, spice dreams, I just thought, yeah. if someone was high and said, give me a blade, and then went and fought someone in the parking lot, 
I wouldn't expect him to win either. I would be in Zendaya's uh, camp. I don't know if I would. See, that's the whole thing. He had been learning how to fight, and then he got a taste of that spice. And it only, yeah. like, you know, it's the same. He had the same strength that, like, a crackhead would have. Like, you know, <laughs> it's that same sort of, it's that same strength. It's like, you know. I guess that makes sense. The, the spice took him to another level. The only, also, problem, the only problem with spice is you become addicted and you, you die if you don't keep you don't have it. If you don't keep taking your spice. <laughs> so because I also wonder, I also wonder about like him being like the Ben Jesuit's plans, right? Like they have mm-hmm. this whole breeding program ac- across yeah the known yeah, yeah. universe right where they're right. like you go over here you go over here you need to make mm-hmm. sure you have a girl so we can put this girl with over here and right. jessica like consciously deciding up. yeah to mix it up and to force mm-hmm. a quizak hatterack and i wonder like also with that breeding program in place you have that you have him being he was already kind of i think on his way to being like a mentat if i'm not mistaken because they call him a mentat in the second book um mm-hmm. and you have that you have i mean of course he's been training and then you throw the spice in the mix like it's just i don't know it's it's a lot it's like it looks like all the stars just aligned for this one for this one person if you're not if you didn't know all this other stuff um that was go happening in the background i think a key question is and this is for all the people at home, not me, because I know. What is a mentat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, for them, not for a me. Ment- uh, a mentat is a, a person computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, but, um, a, a human computer. Just friend, a person that's like, he's just good with the numbers. Yeah. Our friend because, at the uh, beginning who was rolling his eyes. Right, right, yeah. because because in Dune they don't they don't mess around with computers. No, no computers, no AI. Nope. They don't trust it. Nope. There was a jihad prior to that that wiped all of that clean. Right. They're like, nope, you can't do it in your own brain. You can't do it. Doesn't right, work. and then and so like even traveling through space, there's like no like GPS or navigation system to travel in space, and so like that's where the uh, the head of I forget the name of the organization that's in, in charge. It's like Chome. Mm. They don't they don't talk about they don't talk about them in the movie, but in the no. book, yeah, Chome is like Amazon in our world. Like basically they just run like all of the like navigation across space. But all of the people that work for Chome are basically like the navigators are guys that use the spice to be able to understand like how to get from one planet to another planet. It's like the some, yeah in the, in the David movie, Boyd yeah, in yeah. the old movie they they made him look really ridiculous. They're not gonna do that in the in Dennis isn't gonna go that route. He's not I gonna hope. make them look like big turds. That would be, <laughs> I would be excited. Big, big caterpillar things, nah, man. That was too. That's too crazy. This is like so a human takes spice and then turns into that like, and then and then he can know how to go across space. I'm like, nah, they ain't gonna do that. <laughs> They'll they'll come up with some they'll come up with a weird looking human for it, but it'll you know, not like that though. But did he already kind of show like the guild navigators in the first movie, like when they came with the hair with the Emperor's Herald? Those people in the back with the helmets. 
Oh, you were think those? That, no, I were think they? those are those are a member of Chone. That was oh, the guild. Those are Chone people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the guild. That was the money folks. Because basically they were telling them like, yeah, y'all got to go to Arrakis. There's nothing you can do. You got to get off this planet and go take over that other planet. But Arrakis is a fun place, man. It it used to have beautiful plants and trees and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, they were like, nah, we got to get this spice off of here. Yeah. And so I have a question, folks. So you read this book at eight, like, at rallying eight or nine years old. Like, yeah, yeah. do you feel like you were able to pull up, like you read the series at this age, do you feel like you were able mm-hmm. to like pull out the themes at that age oh, or? I, no, I knew they were talking about the Middle East. I knew that's what he was referencing mm-hmm. with the Fremen and Spice. It was like all reference to oil. Mm-hmm. I knew it had to do with all that kind of stuff, but I mean, um, you know, I, I credit, uh, my grandmother was real big on giving me books that I was too young to read. And so like, you know, it was like Color Purple, mm. Autobiography of Malcolm X. Like that was all read before like fifth grade. Okay. So Dune was just like, you know, at least it wasn't real. <laughs> at, least it, <laughs> at least I was like, you know, this is, this is a nice escape from, you know, these books my grandma keeps making me read. So... <laughs> So, go ahead, Marcellus. I I feel conflicted um, knowing that these new movies, like the fir- the fact that I'm trying to remember how many books there are um, from this series. Was it was it five? I think there's six. Six. No, they, it keeps going. Six mm-hmm. books, and this the uh, the film is split into two parts, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get the second part. I'm just trying to think. You sure, you sure it's only two parts? Well, from from the pacing that I'm get, I'm assuming it seems think, like that second part's gonna be another really long movie. I'm thinking we're gonna get three. three. I want three. He needs three. You got to do three because this whole next one is. Uh, you know, him being with the Fremen, him like getting cool with Arrakis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, then he's got to die. And I figured like that would happen at the end of two. And then we go into three with his like, when he awakens and then he turns into like, that's when he turns into like a, a true Jedi, true like, like super, super power, like super being. That's not mm-hmm. till after he dies. Man, I'm just concerned for how many <laughs> movies we're about to get out of this series. A good, Why? A good three. Why a, good three. a good three. It's well, a good on your shelf. It's a big DVD box collection. Mm-hmm. Dude, and it's a big box with three movies and it folds open like six times <laughs> with a book <laughs> and you get a little vial of spice in there. <laughs> oh my God. You know? I guess I just. Edition. There's something about this new series where it is it's a very beautiful movie um and i i do appreciate the sort of the upgrade not just on the visuals but i think on trying to capture what arrakis feels like Mm -hmm. in a way that feels really immersive but there's just so many things that 
I would worry would get lost for plot the further you get into this world. Like if in trying to describe what Paul's place is in all of this like skirmishing, uh, would it become... Would it become anything like uh, uh, those science fiction films where they just try and describe the physical feeling of him awakening or what, what it means to be like? Like if they go so focused in on um, Timothy Chalamet that we lose what I imagine could be more intricate uh, nuances in like the Fremen themselves. Because when I think about like Star Wars, there's a whole universe and they've taken like decades. And I would worry about it being like lost so we could just visually see things we don't have context for. Ah, okay. Yeah. Because the, 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 I was rewatching the, uh, the movie, like the newer one. Um, I kept thinking the very, like the first 30 minutes, there's so many things we see that we still don't get context for. Mm-hmm. And right. I would hope there's something more, but the book can really do that. Uh, best probably right, right. yeah now they fast forward through a lot of the uh the, like that that backstory and and character mm-hmm. like development everything just like you see a picture of his grandpa and it's like grandpa was a bullfighter mm-hmm. you know <laughs> like that just gives you that breakdown that he knows they know that the the earth part of their family like that's how yeah. far back they can trace their family i believe it's like twenty two thousand years ago yeah to our time period now. So that's how far in the future they are. But uh, so, I mean, yeah, being able to have a photo of your grandfather from 22,000 years ago, that's pretty hard. But I mean, they, you know, yeah, they went through it pretty quick to get to like introduce the the Benny Jesuit lady real quick, show you who Mm -hmm. she is, Mm -hmm. show you the uh, uh, hearkening, creepy old floaty fat man. You know, I mean, they don't even get into why, you know, in the book, we know why he is like fat and disgusting like that. But in the movie, I don't know if they're going to talk about why he's fat and disgusting. I don't think they are. I think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Can we, is, is he, you want to tell him, Jamie, you tell him, you tell him why he's <laughs> fat and disgusting, Jamie. Did he, did he go to like a bunch of Denny's Grand Slams? Like what's. I mean. <laughs> He, I mean, he's coded, like, he's also kind of coded as, like, like, it's supposed to be an outward expression of, like, him him eternally just being a vile person. He, like, mm-hmm. violates people. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, he's a, he's a pedophile also, mm-hmm. too. Oh. Um, and the, I was trying to, what else the, is there? So he is, he is, his, Jessica, Timothy Chalamet's mom, that's, that's her dad. Yes, that too. He's the Harkonnen guy. He also could be dad to uh, Timothy Chalamet's father also because that's the Bene Gesserit's whole breeding program. Mm-hmm. But I do know that he rapes the Bene Gesserit, the leader lady. He rapes oh, her in the book and she, and she curses him. And that's why he is like all like gr- gross and he can't walk. Yeah, she, he gets like a curse put on him. And so in the movie, I know they make it real hard that he has that like levitation device so that he can mm-hmm. like move around. Yeah, he's super scary. 
he looks like a, a a nightmare version of the Alice in Wonderland caterpillar. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like a real yes. grody version of that. But the fact that we miss these like links uh, from the books, like about the genetic program, right? Like yeah, the fact yeah. that the Baron Harkonnen is Paul's grandpa, mm. and like Jessica right. doesn't. Jessica in the book in the beginning doesn't know who her father is, but right. because Paul is just getting higher and higher on spice, like mm-hmm. he's all of this stuff is being opened up in his mind. He's like, Oh yeah, that's right. my grandpa. Right. Kind of thing. He starts. Yeah. He starts. I'm pretty sure they're going to give us in the second movie. We're going to get a clear, like him being able to use that ability to see all of those different timelines. Yeah. So that's basically what his power is, is that he can see like all of the possibilities of something that happened. Because in the movie they show like the black dude, I think his name is his name is James. James. Yeah, yeah. He um, you know, like he's like sitting there talking to talking to him about like different things. And even when they go back to uh Caledon, uh, when it's like Timothy Chalamet standing there and then they got the blue eyes, like James is behind them. Yeah. On on the ship. And so it's like he he saw all these different versions where Jameis didn't die in that battle of one-on-one. And so I thought that was cool that they, because it, it was like a nice misdirection for the movie. Cause you were like, like, wait, why is he fighting this guy that's supposed to be telling picture. him all about like, you know, spice and wonderful things we could do here on this planet. <laughs> look at the little, look at the little desert mouse. You know, that's what desert mouse translates to is like, uh, whatever his uh, what do they call Moadib. him? Yeah, the Moadib. Yeah, that's what a, that's the name for a desert mouse. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. But Marcel, I, mean, I think I think your concerns about yeah. this turning into Star Wars are are valid. But I don't see I see it, I see it being three movies, and I don't and I know there's supposed to be a Dune series about the Bene Gesserit. On HBO Max. Oh, like, uh, a, like a, a yeah, which episodic. Think, yeah, which is I think it's supposed to get more into like the breeding program, um, but I don't think Denny's gonna be involved, involved with that. With that. Um, that it'd be great sense. if they could keep stylistically, like I think Greg Fraser did the cinematography. If they could keep him <laughs> involved in all of that, that would be good. But. Um, they just, they're going to just go full Lord of the, I mean, uh, uh, what's my show? Um, what's, what's House Targaryen? Uh, oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Right, right. There go that vibe because another, another show that probably ripped off of uh, Doom, Game of Thrones. Everybody, everybody stole from Doom, man. <laughs> there, there's no sci-fi movie like in the last, like, like in our lifetime, that is yeah. like some sort of like partial doom ripoff. Like I thought about Tremors. You remember Tremors? All those oh, movies yeah, about those, sure. damn, those those sandworms. I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon yeah. out there. Reba yeah. McIntyre with the, with the Arsenal. Yeah, I was like, this is this is just Doom, but like very early. <laughs> but baby, baby Doom. Baby Doom. <laughs> baby Doom. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were not as big. No, as no. Big. But I do think the concern is valid because we see how 
Star Wars has had this franchise for like what 30, 40 Oh yeah. Going years. on like 40 years. And they're still very much married to the Skywalkers. And they're kind of trying to venture out a little bit. Like what they tried with the Mandalorian, but they still kind of they couldn't help but bring back Yoda. And even though it's not Yoda, it's it's mm-hmm. I mean somebody Luke, else. Skywalker is actually in that series. Right, right. And yeah, now and like it's, been, it's, it's been it's been it's been fifty years. Yeah. It's weird. They got yeah. Mark Hamill's face on that other man. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's I don't know. I, I think we, I think you got to just think of Dune as like a high class version of Star Wars. It's like Star Wars like basically went like all the way McDonald's and Dune <laughs> kind of stays kind of like reservation restaurant. Mm. You know, it's like the same. It's the same stuff. But one of them is one of them has a, a ride at Disney World and the other one will not. You know what I mean? It's like there, there will be no Dune ride. Yeah, you know that'd be the scariest ride. I don't even want to be on that one. Ooh, I mean, they, just, they don't. I mean, they don't play around with spice in Dune. Man, spice is like a. It, it is not something to play around with. Anything that anything that like gets you high, and then but you die if you stop getting high is not. That's not fun. That's not fun. I wouldn't recommend. That. <laughs> I would recommend. That. But you also needed to space travel. And it also can keep you alive like an extra 200 years. Mm-hmm. So that makes it Might valuable. recommend it. Right. So that's why you see how, how valuable the planet is. But I do love in the movie they show um, when they meet back up with Duncan Idaho and then in their building that's kind of like underground. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like that whole building was like a place where they were trying to like uh, basically like provide bring water to the surface on the planet because at one time the whole planet was like a like a jungle, but you see it's like all shut down because they're like nah this this gonna stay this gonna stay spice planet. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember reading like one of those little like what is it, concordances that goes with, with Dune? They're talking about how the sandworm, no one really knows how the sandworm got there, but mm-hmm. they were kind of the reason why the jungle went away because they started sucking up all the water. The little yeah, yeah, baby yeah. ones, the little baby ones, like the sand trout don't like water, but when they get bigger, they just absorb all of the water and water. some kind of process <clears throat> and their body releases the spice out. So uh, you, they just you know getting high off sandworm poop, right? Right. As you, as you do, as you do, <laughs> as you do. Um, yeah. What about this whole? Okay, so there's been a, the criticism for Dune, the movie, the book, just the first book, because never heard anyone carry this criticism over to the rest of the book. Is that it's just another white savior narrative, um, and so. That made me want to read the book because I was like, I need to see this for myself because I'm hearing people say mm-hmm. this and it's the people that I respect saying this. And so, but then I'm watching the movie and I'm like, I can kind of see where this would happen. And I feel like because I read the first book, knowing that all these critiques existed, that I went in knowing, of course, like this book, like it's supposed to go a different direction, but I could see how someone who is just reading it blind 
could just read this and be like, yeah, this is a story about a boy named Paul. And he's just like the most special boy ever. And he's like, it's high all the time. He gets like a cool, like tribal girlfriend and then like has a baby and then gets to be emperor of the known universe. Like that's just what he gets to do. Cause he's that guy. And like how <laughs> that could just very much be people's interpretation of it. Um, and so that's why I'm like kind of nervous about how, Denny is going to approach the second movie because that will make or break. But I will also say in the book, there were clues as to that Paul, not to trust Paul, but I think you have to be aware in order to catch them. I don't, I don't know. Like Philip, did you, do you feel like, did you see, did you see how, I don't know. Like, I don't know where I'm trying to direct my question, but. Could you, do you see that Dune is just like the first book is just a white savior narrative or are there clues? It was a, a, the book is written by a white man in 1965. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that gives you an idea of where you could be going with that. I mean, what else is he supposed to write about? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was like, I think the original was like publishing like a magazine before it was mm-hmm. a book. And so, I mean, you know, his audience was like, were, were white people. And he was just mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, I think at least he had like a, uh, he had like a small respect for like the Fremen and, and them being um, like the earth and like, you know, giving them sort of like in, indigenous kind of vibes. But, uh, you know, I don't really expect much from <laughs> white writers of science fiction in 1965. It's like, um, <laughs> you know, the chances, the chances that this story would have had a, like any sort of pro-black anything. Oh, no. You know, no. it's just like, it's just a fun story. And um, yeah, Paul's going to get down with the indigenous people. And they're gonna start a revolution. Now it's going to be a religious revolution mm-hmm. that he was also he was also making hella uh, criticisms about um, religious jihads and that sort of thing, and how religion can become you know overwhelming and oppressive. And so, I mean, you know, he was taking his jabs. I'm, I'm you know. I don't, I don't, I don't fault him for his time period. I, you know, it's like if he had those same ideas now, I think he would have, he might have written a different, different way. It might have actually been like a fremen person mm-hmm. that could have become the, the savior instead of like this white boy from Caladan. Yeah. <laughs> Given big, it- uh, big John Brown. <laughs> right. It could have, yeah. It could have been Jameis. Jameis could have been, the, ended up being the savior or. Or was that Javier Bardem could have been still, the same? Still, still, still you know, you know, it was cool. <laughs> Zendaya and Javier Bardem and James, they just got to get like all of these, uh, this random different uh, non-whites to be Fremen's. You hmm. got to get like Don Cheadle in there. Yeah, there we go. Throw him, in the, throw him in the Fremen's, you know. I want um, what's his name, uh, Jamie. He's always talking about uh, Mang, Man, 
Oh, Terrence oh, Howard. Terrence Howard, yeah. Yeah, Terrence, Terrence Howard as a Fremen. Um, Get him in there. He'd be a solid Fremen. He would. Yeah, he could nah. sandwalk like no problem. Yeah, now nah, this. I mean, it, it would. That would be a, a cool thing for the second movie for them to go back to like where all the Fremen are, and it's just like everyone in Black Hollywood. It's just like. <laughs> all, all <that>. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Denzel is there, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my God. You know, Will Smith and Chris Rock are there together. <laughs> they're doing they're doing battle with each other. Just off in the corner. Off in the corner. Just practicing. Practice. You no. Know, I think Willow would make a good Fremen. She would be good. Her and, mm. her and Jaden, they would make good Fremen. The whole all of the cast of blackish. <laughs> Just I'd, watch all I'd watch that. It'd be good. They don't need to have lines or anything. Just need to just be in those little stilt suits walking around. Recycling their recycling their urine into drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> you get Zendaya to narrate that they're doing that so you know it's happening. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nobody wanted to talk about that. Their pee was being turned into the water that they were drinking, but Yeah. When the when the black lady got when she got stabbed up on that hill, man, that was a lot of water that shot out of her suit. <laughs> I was like, that was a lot of water. That's wasted. She yeah, just went, it, out. Is, it is wasted because there's it no one there to collect it. That was another thing that upset me. Uh not getting to see a little sandworm riding in, in oh, that that's particular the next movie. That's the next movie. We saw it at the end, remember? We saw it at the end. We saw Homeboy on the top. On the, and then yeah, he in was the like, distance. He was like, sand power. <laughs> remember what his daddy told him? His daddy said, that's what we're going to Sand power. <laughs> we got to harness the sand power. Man. Nah, nah, his daddy went out so weak, man. <laughs> he basically, it was like a, hal- a halitosis death, more or less. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, well, the before that though, the dart that came flying at him, yeah, and it hit the shield, and it just was like hovering there because it couldn't penetrate it. Yeah, that shit sucks. And supposedly in the book, they talk about how they use the reason they don't use like laser blasters is because supposedly the shields, you know, if you shot the shield with a laser blaster, it would make like a nuclear explosion. Hmm. And so they had to get rid of like blasters and everybody just had to get good with hand to hand combat. I wonder who found that out. Like <laughs> did they did they go, Oh, this wouldn't work? Or did someone just have to like some somebody shot, that? Yeah. I think it's like somebody shot somebody with a laser and then it happened and they were like, All right, going forward. No more no more uh no more lasers. Because I mean, that was like see, you can see like the dart worked and I wonder like if would a bullet work mm. I don't know bullet they just... have... did they have bullets no nah, no bullets I mean he had that dart deal but I think it would just ricochet because it'd be going too fast it's like the dart worked because it was like slow enough it says something like six to eight seconds it has to be like your speed has to get down between like like it's like six Six seconds 
or something like that, like your force has to slow down that much. So like when everybody was fighting, you could see it. It would swing off fast and like right when they would get to cut, they'd slow down. <laughs> slow, little slow chops. Do you think, cause you, you, you made me think about uh, Jason Moa's death in, in the movie. Do you think that he's gonna? They're gonna bring him back early no. in the second no, movie. No, he's dead. He's dead, dead. You think Duncan so? Ida- Duncan Idaho is dead, dead. Josh Brolin is dead, though. He's alive. Josh Brolin, yes, is alive. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. I'm just thinking because, like, in the second book, they introduced this new, like, this new word, like a like a gula, <clears throat> like which is a reanimated corpse, which sounds like a zombie to me but mm-hmm. but it's not quite the same thing like they take tissue from the dead body and put it in a tank and grow the person oh, nice. um, and so there's like it's hinted at that it might be Duncan Idaho but it might not be that's why I was wondering because I'm like why get Jason Momoa if you're just gonna kill him early but also it's Jason Momoa he didn't die early though he held on he held on for a good time that's, that's, a, that's a marketable handsome man though He'd just be playing himself. That's true. Yeah. He tried to, <laughs> he, he tried to fight a whole room of Sakar cars by himself. You know, it's just like impossible. But he yeah. held them off long enough so that they could take off on that little the little uh dragonfly helicopter. Yeah. Dragon I mean, what do they call it? Dragon Thopter? Thopter. It's noble. It's noble that he held out that long. And even when they thought he was down, he got right back up. I'm like Excuse you? Okay. It's like it's not over. It's not over for me. I kind of uh, miss the uh the way the old shields look. I thought they were oh, fun. The I blocky were... things? Yeah, I thought they were fun. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Them like Lego looking not, things they not, had. <laughs> not not the full like I think if the rendering were different, I just think about like um I like that they were oddly geometric. Oh yeah! Like, yeah, can you yeah. imagine? You know how they do. Uh, uh, shout out to Doctor Strange. You know how they do the mirror dimension <laughs> stuff yeah, yeah. in those. I I, I like the idea if it was just like this geometric, uh, almost like prism lighting, versus Oop, uh, yeah. straight up like blue versus red. Yeah. I mean, it makes it makes sense. It would probably be a lot more time consuming to have all of those shapes all at once. Yeah, it, it was in that old, in the old movie that was a mess. That was crazy. It was just shapes going all over the place. You couldn't it even see the people like anymore. A, it looked like a Tron um, yeah. sort of interpretation of the shields. Yeah. It, I, I had a stroke trying to watch uh, those particular fights. Yes, yes. In the old movie or in, in, the, old, in, the, in the old in the old the old movies? Because Tron, I think Tron was a little easier to 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 interpret fights, but the the original Doom with, from from Lynch, the shields are just. Yeah. I like the idea of them being that way, but the execution <clears throat> is crazy. I'm I that's one of the parts I did see because that part was very early on in the movie when they were training. And I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> it looks so goofy. It looks also, so goofy. Also, uh, shout out to the in how well Dune does the uh, like the the like um, like 
when when he tells his mom at the beginning to pass him the water. Oh, the voice, yeah. Mm. And and how it worked, like it compared to like you know Obi Wan being like you know these are not your droids, you know that kind of shit. <laughs> It was like it's like way harder this way. It's like much more like surreal, creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like telling his mom, like you know, pass me the water, and it's like this weird lady voice, and then like her eyes are closed, and she's just passing him the water. Yeah, just just like you know, just feels better. That sound design. Yeah, much more much more effort to it than just like you know, you just saying something, and the person's like you know. These aren't your droids, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no kind of detectable difference in the, in the pitch of the voice at all. But yeah. I mean, George Lucas was just like, I think he 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 read Doom, but he did, but he was just like, I'm gonna just take you know these things. I'm not gonna actually like flesh them out. Someone someone read it to him, and he was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that too. Someone read it to him, <laughs> or he read the Spark Notes. He was like, oh, yeah. all my friend. He was like, all my friends are making cool movies. He was like, Francis <laughs> is making The Godfather. Steven is doing this weird thing with this alien boy thing with a big head. <laughs> and he was like, I gotta do something. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a big hairy guy talk to this <laughs> white man, and they're gonna have a gold robot. And everything else is gonna be doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Even down to the spice, because I, I, I had forgot about that until I watched Empire. Book of Boba Fett. Right, the Empire, Imperial mm. Army. It's all there. I guess a, a question I have is: Do y'all feel like? Because I think it's it's difficult when books get adapted into films for them to find an audience always. Because I think sometimes mm. the readers the readers come or they don't. I, I I'm curious because the last time I could think of a film trying to adapt itself, like a film series uh, or a, a book series, uh, was like when they did those Percy Jackson books. Um, oh, and that's they coming flopped. back. It, yeah, it's it's coming back, but. I think they have in, actual like, kids. Yeah, actual roles. <laughs> scaling it back. But those are always like young adult geared series like Harry Potter's, mm-hmm. The Twilight's, mm-hmm. the I, I can't think of too many book series that get adapted yeah. and carry over an audience. Um do you feel yeah. like there's Yeah, worry, uh, Lord, of the, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's true. That's and yeah. those started off like animated, and then they, and then live action came about. Right? And, and and Game of Thrones is another book first mm-hmm. series. Do, do you feel like Dune? Because it, it's interesting to think that there's going to be that that uh, uh, the Jesuit sort of like series. Do you feel like Dune would exist better? Uh, as like a streaming or a TV series versus uh, films? Or what What would you want to see if you could be like, all right, this is what I want the rest of the books to be uh, interpreted as? Uh, I mean, there, there has been a Dune series. The Sci-Fi Channel did it. 
and they actually went through i think all of the books if i'm not mistaken even down to like uh i was gonna say timothy's what's paul (laughs) timothy paul whoever paul's uh children like Mm -hmm. they went all the way through um but they just didn't have the budget to you know make it look as nice as it could oh Um, okay i see this now but i i don't know i guess i'm i'm used to this model now that i see with disney doing like a movie and series and the series are like kind of in tandem with the movies and, and stuff and so that seems to be what people are doing when it comes to like these epic kind of storytelling things where you need to build an entire world out and maybe you don't want to have people in the theater for four hours, you know? Um, So I'm, I'm not opposed to there being like series, but it just depends on who's doing it and what their budget is. Yeah. Just give us these next two Dennis movies. (laughs) Give us that good three. We got the Benny Jesuit show on HBO max and then we can be done. And then we'll wait like 20 years and then we'll do another Dune movie. But this this time it'll be like virtual reality and you'll like put a hat on in the theater and you'll go to Arrakis. Oh, Lord. (laughs) You'll be sweating in your seat in the theater like, man, it's so hot in here. You know, we'll blow a little like some sort of like, you know, sand throughout the theater and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know, but in the future. But I think the next two, just give us the next two, that series on HBO Max, and then we're good. Yeah. We don't need, to, we don't need a cartoon. No. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need a Disney Plus series. You know, because uh, you know, you know. how do you, how you, I was going to say, how do you talk about eugenics in a cartoon, but I thought about um, Attack on Titan being about genocide. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and that's animated. So it's, I mean, you can, it just, it can't, it has to look a certain way, I guess. But I agree. I don't think we need like a whole bunch of Star Wars-y yeah. t- 20, 30 years of shit. <laughs> the, 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 thing that made, the thing that made the movie so cool was just that like, it seemed like it was so boring. Just day to day like timothy chalamet's like he just like what he fight practice and then what he do nothing just nothing man just walk around just walk around (laughs) look out ask questions (laughs) ask questions i'm gonna look out on this hill oh that's nice look at the water down there and then like he goes (laughs) to the next planet and he's just like in his room chilling somebody try to kill him like that's the only excitement is like, oh man, this dude tried to kill me. <laughs> beyond that, the, beyond that, everybody else is like mining spice, and that's it. And that's you know, I mean, it's a simple place, man. It's simple, there ain't any shit going on. But that's also because the man that wrote it was living in boring ass nineteen sixty five. Was he from the Pacific Northwest too? If from I'm not mistaken, I'm not so. sure. Let me see. Which I'm Frank like, Herbert. I don't know a lot about there, but I he imagine. was uh, from Tacoma, Washington. There you go. Yeah. Northwest. Northwest. Yeah. Man, I, I'm happened? looking at images of this miniseries from 2000. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, this is a lot. Uh, <laughs> 
it's from it was directed by the same person who did um creep show like a couple of episodes of creep show um tales from the crypt oh uh, no a bunch no. of like random horror things yeah that's not good that's not yeah. good tales from the dark side you need a side yeah. person they were just thinking weird like just weird but weird can be any weird can be horror weird could be sci-fi weird could be fantasy mm. it's very broad man but i do think okay so i do think there has there has to be three movies because i he cannot wrap this up in a second movie the like, there's just was, no way three parts which was three parts? The miniseries. Two thousand was three parts, and the episodes were like I think thirty minutes each. So it was like it was it was it was, it was long. Um, cause I cause there also has to be that whole ceremony. Which this is the other thing when reading the book, right? Like I'm hyper aware of the fact that Paul is thinking about his dad's strategy about how to harness or how to manipulate the Fremen for his purposes, right? Like how he's going to get them on his side so he can get back his position as a Duke. And also he's like, that's not good enough anymore. I want like full on revenge. I want the whole thing. So mm-hmm. now him and his mom, his mom, knowing that the Bene Gesserit have planted all these seeds, right? That whoever, you know, he could look like their, their Messiah, right? So they kind of just like play into that, and like that second movie has is probably going to focus on that and how mm-hmm. they're they're the two of him and Jessica are working together to manipulate the Fremen into really truly being like we're the people you've been looking for this entire mm-hmm. time, and so I'm just really curious how the tone of how he's going to approach that because it's 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 I mean. I, I mean once he, you know, once he is able to, I mean, he got the worm in the first one to, mm-hmm. like, you know, say what's up to him, <laughs> and then dip, and so I mean that'll be a big way to influence the Fremen mm-hmm. people, is if you know the worm come out there and give them dap in front of everybody, and then they're Ooh. like, they're like, yo, the worm down with that white boy, so maybe we should be too. <laughs> a worm whisper. Yeah. A worm? Oh, yeah. worm. Big, big worm. Big worm. <laughs> big worm. Big worm with it. The sister. What the hell is he going to do about that baby? Oh, it'd be all right. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be all right. That's a lot of water. I know that. I know the mama going to have to drink a lot of water. Yeah. Do a lot of, do a lot of peeing in her soup. Keep that, keep that baby fed. I don't know. I don't know how to handle babies out there. That's pretty tough. Really tough. And I'm just also like thinking about Alia supposed to be like in the old movie, she's a toddler with a weird voice, right? Yeah. Ooh. Walking around. It's like gross. how is a little bit. <laughs> like how is Denny gonna approach that? And then also is it is the first baby gonna be in the movie too? Because Paul and Chani have a baby. The baby dies. And Paul is like unmoved by the baby being dead. He's just they're like, we're we'll make more. He's like, we're gonna make more. You don't think the baby's gonna be in it? They're gonna spend all next movie building them up, getting mm-hmm. cool with everybody, getting cool, planning revenge. Then he dies. <laughs> then we have to wait until the next movie 
final movie for him to return. And then that's when they're gonna go on their whole like crusades, mm-hmm. spreading Christianity throughout the universe. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Paul, for Paul has risen. It's, it's, yeah, it's, right. That's what he, I mean. That's what happens. You know, you, you return, he rises from the dead. I mean, it's all you know. It's all playing on that whole thing, just with a little bit of spice added in. <laughs> Man. Oh, yes. oh, yes. <laughs> I, I will. I will say. I think my my hopes for knowing that there is potentially years of of more more quality sci-fi just in general that's going to be out there i hope dune has a part in upping the quality of like a a theatrical experience for science fiction and not just like all right y'all we gonna redo uh what what was it was a really bad total recall we're going to just oh, recast yeah. it and make it like yeah. sort of worse. Like if you're going to re if you're going to go back to a, a property that's been adapted yeah. or it's been done, it should probably like up the stakes, up the, the yeah. versus like, like just not making it practical. Like that's not kind of a poor excuse. Like when they redo uh, the movie Willow. Uh, like, yeah. Like Willow? that sort of. Yeah, see that, that those kind of movies definitely gonna be yeah, they or Masters of the Universe. <laughs> All of those kind of movies. Willow was with the little uh it was about like a little baby. It was kinda like uh uh like Knights Kings kinda um, that 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 world. Medieval. They love medieval. They love, they love they love that medieval. They love that. They love that time period. That's their favorite time period. <laughs> That's their favorite time period. Yeah. <laughs> That's because when it was, it was just them. It was just them. make society medieval again. That's what not they, even, uh, and they and they know it was not just them. They it was, was not just them. Yeah, it was it was some other folks there, but they don't want to talk about those yeah. other folks that were doing too much. They feel like. Them too, Teaching them too many things. I, I just interested about medieval time. I read the other day that it was like in 1295, Oxford uh, basically had a study going out that said that bathing was not a good thing. That bathing was not a good thing. <laughs> Oxford no, University in Oxford, uni- Oxford University. Yeah, y'all like, be nah, using the Oxford nah. comma? It mm-hmm. was like chill. It was like chill on that bathing, y'all. It's not good. So. That was some anti-Moorish uh, rhetoric, basically. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's, oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that's for what sure. that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did they conclude this? Like, what was it? I don't like it. Uh, it must be they bad. Were, they were like, see what happened. When I got in there for water, and when I got out the water, I was wet. I don't like that. <laughs> what is it, raining inside? Crazy. They were mm-hmm. like, nah. Mm-mm. I got sick after. <laughs> I, I was walking around wet, got sick. I ain't dry <laughs> off properly. I got sick. <laughs> you should see how dirty the water was when I got out. Why it's so dirty? I ain't doing I that shit. I need to drink no this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I got thirsty. Drink it. I, I got thirsty. I started drinking my bath water. So sick. Never doing it again. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That was a yeah. That, that medieval time period is a time period you could go back if if ever there was time travel, it'd be a time period to go back and mess with a lot of people's heads. <laughs> They'll be like, "You a witch?" They'll call oh, you a witch. Oh, come on, come on. You can call a witch for being able to like count or talk. Yeah, you can read. You can speak in a sentence back then. They're like, "Hey, hey, who the hell?" Where'd you learn those words? Yeah, exactly. Cantations. Mm mm. Mm mm. Good dude, talk guy. Good dude. I just, I just want there to be uh, more, more effort into into science fiction if it's meant to be big scale um yeah. and if it's if it's meant to be silly like i kind of miss that era of of science fiction and fantasy where if if it's not like you know the paul going around the universe just clapping people um that it's it's goofy in a two thousands way, like like, like hitchhiker, hitchhiker's guide, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, or even uh, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. Black Knight is always hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes, yeah. Like I, I don't, I can think of maybe a few comedians that I could see entering that realm where they're just set up into sci fi scenarios. Like I don't think every movie has to be The Rock and a child and like another comedian, like a comedian. I would love for like I don't know what's that what's that black dude off the IT crowd you know what I'm talking about that actor He's a oh actor. yeah yeah I can't think I, of his name but I, I see him in my head I could see yeah. him being like in a hitchhiker's guy type scenario he was in Neighborhood Watch he Do y'all was remember that movie where it was like the aliens infiltrated their neighborhood in like. Oh, Nobody yeah. knew but the neighborhood watch. He was good in that. The movies like that. I think that's fun. I don't know. Yeah. There's there's a lot of room in sci-fi for for more more films that aren't just you know the comedies don't need the same amount of uh, grandness. Like it really can just be a pretty fun tight team with like a good cast. They should probably take a break from co- for comedy. They need to find themselves, do some soul searching, get some ambiance in there. Some, some. I saw the Avatar two trailer. I knew you were gonna say. I was wondering if you were gonna bring that up. Yeah, Just straight vibes. <laughs> the, the, way, the way of water. The way of water. They went to. The they went to the uh, 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 the yeah, Caribbean. The Damn, it's the water. It's the, yeah, it's the it's the water. The water. The water people now. This time, right? There was like riding the Loch Ness monster or whatever they, that thing they was. got. Them, they got them dreads in the water, going through the water. A water look blue as whoever, hell. Whoever is doing the the CG on the hair for Avatar is he is like going and telling all his black friends like, look, look at how well this braid is in the water. <laughs> I'm here for it. Look how well I did this braid in the water. Man. Yeah, Avatar 3, Avatar in the Hood, next Christmas. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. I think we need <clears throat> we need that. Avatar on the block. 
I can't wait to see one of the Avatar aliens in an HBCU <laughs> T-shirt. Because <laughs> nice. that, nice. fir- that first that first film had one of them in like a Harvard <clears throat> tank a tank top. Yeah, yeah, the teacher Sigourney Weaver's character. Oh, yeah, she yeah. sure was. Oh my gosh, yeah. she looked amazing. Hair like Even hair like a little Howard had a little Howard shirt on. Oh yeah. And then they just be like, "H you, you know, to each other." That'd be so random to have that happen. Ah, yes. They, I, I did read that they were going to release the original Avatar in theaters in Christmas, like before the movie comes out. Because so. it's coming so out people, this year. Yeah, it's coming out this December, yeah, so people can go and can James see it. James Cameron, he's like, yeah. I'm going to make another bag real quick. Real quick. Real quick. I made this entire movie on a computer in my house. <laughs> My God, just trying to think of what what else is what else is growing now that we have movies like this in theaters because they're so. I don't know if it's specific, specifically science. I don't even think it's it's sci-fi on its own that's done it. But there is this. I think Jamie, you you <laughs> you complained about this one time, and I I agree. Uh, movies stop being an hour thirty. Like oh, yeah. a, a little while back, and I'm here for it when it works. Same. When but it works, I'm curious yeah. to see what that what that does, especially for for this genre. We need to bring back like the three hour movie, four hour movie, intermission in the middle. So like you just get up, and then they just like go out to the lobby, talk, smoke a cigarette. You know, get on the they, phone. What eat. you think about the movie so far? <laughs> right. And then come back, sit down, sing out for the movie. I watched twelve dollars. Twelve oh not even. <laughs> That's gonna be a thirty dollar movie experience, I feel like. If they gonna put an intermission in there, that it's cause how much are, I haven't been to movies in a long time. How much is yep. the ticket now? It was eleven dollars. Like I went to the matinee. So. Ah, yeah. You're talking about intermission. The I watched Lawrence of Arabia on purpose, oh, and it was like a full four hours. And they have that 20 minute intermission in the movie, like built in, where it literally yeah. says intermission. Get up, go somewhere, do something. I'm like, did you do no. it? Well, I was about to go to bed so i was just like just laying there watching it (laughs) like what is this you know you're supposed to go take a smoke break yeah i could have but no so that back in the day they had to do that to cool off like the projectors Mm, that makes sense let the the projector chill for a second it's been overworking (laughs) it's It's probably yeah to move the film too. Yeah, it's probably like such a long film, the little platters that hold the film. But that's getting into movie stuff. I I worked at uh, River Oaks Movie Theater. Ah, okay. For a couple years, yeah. Cause it they did they keep they switched over to digital projectors, right? No, no. Oh. We the whole time I was there, we still wanted film. Mm, okay. Film rolls, and then had to. Tape them together and run them through. It was like it was like three plates, like this three platter system. And so you would build it on the bottom one, and shoot it through the projector, and then it would spill out on the top. 
Hmm. And then once it did that, you would put another movie so you could have two at the same time. You would put that one on the bottom. And like our midnight movie essentially would sit on the bottom while the top. And so then when it would play, it would go to the middle. Midnight movie would go to the top, you know, that sort of way. But yeah. I'll tell y'all a story at another time about why I lost employment at River Oaks Theater. <laughs> and it involves, involves Scarface, the movie. Uh-uh. So, that's for another time. Well, on that note, do y'all have any final thoughts on Doom? I appreciate a, a reworking of that film, or like a, I guess better say, it feels like it's more an adaptation of the book again than just a reflection of the old film. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that because I don't think there's too many directors or series that I've seen reinvent themselves without having the chip on their shoulder of the last iteration. Mm-hmm. And I hope they carry through with that same energy so that we can see what might be a really engaging decade of sci-fi. Because um, otherwise, I mean, whew, I don't know. We don't got a lot of strong contenders otherwise so far that I've seen. But I'm hopeful. Well, well I'm down with Doom. That's the best way I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Double D down with Doom. I make you a T-shirt, Marcellus. Down with Doom. I, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> make it like the like the Dare logo. Oh, nice. Okay, down, okay. down with Doom. Oh yeah. Down with Doom. Nice. And anything that Dennis does, Dennis really loves it. Yeah. Anything he makes. The Golden Child. Yeah. What about you, it's, Jamie? I, I'm excited to see the second movie. I also believe, very much like Philip, it's got to be three movies. It's got to be a third one in there. Um, I'm curious how he, if and if he will bring the critique from the second book, Doom Messiah, which is supposed to de- deconstruct the whole like Paul is a Messiah and how problematic that is. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he will bring some of that tone into these movies. Mm. Um, I kind of hope he does because I think it's a really great opportunity to do it. I don't we're and we're also in a place I think in society where we like anti heroes or we'll, we're we we have had enough anti heroes that we can understand a flawed lead. Right. Um, so I think it would be smart if he did if he doesn't I'm sure the movie will be beautiful and it will still be good storytelling it's it's Uh, Timothy it's it's Timothy Chalamet he's he's already (laughs) he's so you know he's so precious (laughs) he's this little precious man out there being being the savior (laughs) sweating on that spice little baby man he 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 gives real like how old is he? Because he 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 looks like thirteen years old, twelve, thirteen, yeah. Let me see. Underage, child labor laws getting violated, <laughs> all on movie sets. He's he's twenty six. Don't oh, look okay. like it. 
Don't look yeah. like it. Is that like in Canadian age? Like, where is he from? Uh, he's from New York. He's from, oh, uh, he's from Man- born in Manhattan. Oh, he was born in Manhattan? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wait, is wow. people born in Manhattan? I thought people just I know, there. like, wow, there's just buildings in Manhattan. I didn't know. He was born in, in a, a high-rise office building in Manhattan. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. Empire State Building. Yeah. Born at the top of the Empire State Yeah, Right after uh, someone was reading uh, Oliver Twist and he came alive <laughs> from the pages. <laughs> he could be a good Oliver Twist. He He's about be to be good. Willa Wonka. They're doing oh, okay. another... Uh, it's, Willy Wonka? It's young, it's young him. Oh, it's young. Oh, it's teenager. Oh, high, school, high school Willy Wonka. Like he's about to open the factory. Oh, I thought like back in the, get, back in the day when he was in school getting bullied for his chocolate ideas. <laughs> I think we should have candy bars everywhere. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have a factory full of candy. Yeah, you sure will, Willy. <laughs> And there's gonna be Oompa Loompas. Yeah. What the hell is and it, that? And it was like, yeah, it's man, like slavery, like, but never mind. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. I saved them. Now he saved them from like whatever island they were on, from whatever creature was trying to kill them. Oh yeah, and that's in the the Johnny Depp one. Was it Johnny Depp Willie Walker? Yeah, he was. Yes, and he, he was. still is, and he still is <laughs> to this very day. <laughs> to this very day, up in court, Willie Walker. My God. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you being here too. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And yeah, so gotta, on... yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was gonna say y'all gotta bring me back in the future so we, we can talk, you know, when the when the next dune come out, we can have a, uh, okay. <laughs> a reunion. The dune reunion for your dune reunion. Oh yeah. Doom watch. Doing watch for real because I might. I mean, I rarely go to the movies, I'm probably gonna go see Doctor Strange this week, but I'm gonna go see Dune in the theaters, Dune 2, because I know they're not gonna release it on streaming anymore, uh, like mm-hmm. like they did in December, right? Right, yeah. all right, you all. Well, if you are, we want to thank our listeners for we've had another great season, we've got about two episodes left in this season um you can follow us on instagram on tiktok on twitter and you can also follow us or become a patron on patreon and with that we want to thank our patrons for this month drone c caitlin d and robert lj and want to give a big shout out to our wonderful friends of the podcast who delivered their funky fresh tunes uh, for our outro play date uh, why don't we talk about it streaming on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else you listen to your music. I have been Marcellus. And I'm Jamie. Stay nerdy. And stay black. Sensation. Sensation.